0: Welcome to the Hydric and Struggles Leadership Podcast, the premier provider of leadership consulting, culture shaping, and senior-level executive search services. Every day, we're privileged to talk with fascinating people who are shaping the future through their leadership and vision. Each episode, you'll hear a different perspective from thought leaders and innovators. Thanks for listening to the Hydric and Struggles Leadership Podcast.
1: Hi. Hi. I'm Camilla Gilone, a member of the Hydric and Struggle Global Industrial Practice based in London. In today's podcast, I'm talking to Jörg Hoffman, CEO of LEVC, the London Electric Vehicle Company, formerly known as the London Taxi Company, a subsidiary of the Chinese automaker Gili. Jörg joined LEVC as CEO in February 2019 to lead the transformation of the iconic brand into a leading European manufacturer of electric commercial vehicles and provider of green mobility solutions. He began his career at General Motors and then spent 17 years at Audi, where he held a number of international executive management positions. Jörg, welcome and thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Thanks. Jörg, can you please take us through the transformational journey LEVC went through from a traditional automotive company to a disruptor in the industry?
0: Of course, Camilla. As you know, the London Electric Vehicle Company was formerly known as a London taxi company, and we have more than 100 years of history with our brand. When we saw that disruptive trends are coming up, like electrification, autonomous driving, shared economy, we immediately understood with the help of our parent company, Chile, that either we change or we will get changed. And uh, we certainly wanted to remain at the forefront of the development. So we took the challenge up and developed the whole company with a clear focus on electrification. As you know, our industry is changing completely. It's maybe the biggest change of the industry in the last 130 years since the invention of the automobile. And uh, we reacted to that new challenge and put complete focus on electrification, which means we launched our new electric taxi um, beginning of 2018 and are now even expanding our electric product range with a new electric van, VN5, which we just uh, launched in the UK and which we will bring to Europe in March next year.
1: You opened the first fully electric vehicle factory in the UK and your goal is to be the leading European green commercial mobility solution provider. How did your leadership style, Jörg, and and that of your executive team change to support LEVC's overall growth strategy in two new markets?
0: We opened uh, a £400 million investment in a new electric vehicle factory in Coventry. We are now even expanding our brand into Europe with the opening of a new export office for the European Union in Frankfurt. So we are growing the base of our business and we are going out of the tech needs for sure. And as you correctly said, this approach toward electrification and be a an mobility company needs a different approach to people. What we did, what uh, I implemented. Uh, new company values to react to the new challenge and our company values at LEVC are now speed, trust and performance. Uh, And that really means in order to survive in the e-mobility sector, where a lot of companies, even little startups are popping up every day, you need to be faster or at least same uh, speeds than the others. You need to trust the team and you need to be a high performance team. What my management team and I are are always focusing on, we are all the people that we hired, basically, are hands-on, very pragmatic and are very speed-driven. Yeah? And with that attitude, we picked and selected a good visionary e-mobility team in the meantime.
1: Yeah, you mentioned before you have recently marked an important milestone with the launch of uh, the first zero-emission capable electric van, VN5. What impact will this have on the mobility sector? What future developments can this lead to?
0: Well, COVID uh, has an impact, but uh, there is one segment that is growing uh, despite COVID, this is the e-commercial van segment, Um, you know, because due to COVID, more and more people are doing online shopping and e-commerce is growing dramatically. And this will certainly even maintain after COVID has has disappeared. So the e-commercial vehicle, e-van business is growing. And there's a segment that is uh, about 600,000 cars per year in Europe, this is a small, in mid-size van segment. And our electric van is exactly targeted in that 600,000 cars segment. The beauty, Camilla, is that at the moment that whole segment consists of diesel vans. And of course, we are living in time of uh, sustainability in times where Zero emission zones increase and increase where people think much more green than before and sustainability. And what we are doing now with our electric van, we are entering that growing market segment with a new electric van, which means we are opening up the electric van segment, which uh, we believe will have huge potential to grow.
1: And in 2019, LVC I remember, celebrated a record sales here, delivering 2,500 sales uh, of the electric TX model. So how have the business and the industry been affected by the COVID-19 crisis in 2020? What have you as the CEO done uh, to maintain engagement and morale uh, through this period?
0: I mean, the impact of COVID on the TX taxi business is certainly significant. I mean, you know, the overall automotive market is down uh, by something between 50 and 60%. We had a similar negative effect on our taxi business in the UK, that's quite clear. What helps us dramatically is that we are expanding our business across Europe. So we are compensating a lot of losses in the United Kingdom. Now with sales into Germany, into France and other European countries. And at the same time, the launch of our new electric van, VN5, will also help us to compensate the negative COVID impact. Your point is, is very interesting um, to maintain morale of, of staff and people. It's my firm leadership principle is uh, regular and especially open and frank communication. That is very important. And I do that in normal days as well. But even now, since COVID, we can't have uh, so many face-to-face meetings. But what I do, I send a, a CEO message to all my staff every week, giving them an update, giving them frank messages about the challenges, but also the good news, the strategic things that we are working on to keep everyone perfectly closely involved. And a key is, Camilla, we are talking a lot about uh, these days, about home office and working from home. I mean, this is nice and we also do it at LEVC. However, I mean, we encourage people where as possible to show up physically at least one or two days a week in the office and I, as a CEO, I see my role as a, as a leader and leading that example. And that means for me, as you know, I'm, I'm commuting between Germany and the UK. I mean, despite all the quarantine rules and, and, and limited travel uh, connections and flights, every week I'm on the plane, I show up in ANSTI in our factory in the UK two to three days before I go back to Germany to work from home. So I think being personal, physically present and being seen by the staff on site is key and I consider this as a, as, as a leading by example which is quite important these days.
1: That's a very good message, Jörg, and thank you. But you've been at the forefront of the disruption in the automotive industry, reinventing a British icon. How will LEVC and its culture continue to evolve as the transformation takes hold?
0: I think what we did already, and we can't uh, go back anymore, we changed our company from a taxi company to a company, a producer, and engineering company for electric commercial vehicles. So we are broadening the scope to electric commercial vehicles. For sure, the British core of our iconic brand will certainly always be in the center and will remain. However, with our export strategy, we will certainly grow our brand much more global and we will make LEVC with the British core, nevertheless, a much more global brand. And on the other hand, what is also important, we will also consider new business areas. And uh, I mean, eco-electric commercial vehicles is certainly the hardware that we are doing. But I can tell you, um, we have to take up the next disruptions and challenges, which are cloud-based business, digital business, infotainment and, and, and telematic system. And uh, we set up a new business uh, a unit inside LEVC um, to work exactly on that new digital cloud-based business as an addition to our electric commercial vehicle business.
1: And we look forward to this evolution. Um, Last but not least, Jörg, let's talk about the workforce. How do you see the rapid shift away from the combustion engine affecting both the industrial value creation and jobs in the local automotive industry?
0: Everyone is saying developing an engineering a battery car electric vehicle is easier and requires less people than engineering combustion engine car. This is certainly true in some areas however I firmly believe that positions and profiles and shops that you lose on one side maybe because uh, electric engine is easier to engineer um, compared to combustion engine, that's clear. However, what we will see, we lose jobs on one side, but we will gain jobs on the other side. I mean, what we need, we need a new skill set. That's quite clear. And looking at my company, LEVC, I mean, we certainly are at the moment growing and expanding our electrical team. All our electrical engineers, electrical experts, battery experts, software experts, sees us in new skill sets that we need, and we are strongly hiring in that area. Whereas in other rather mechanical focused areas, we need less people. So I think what we will see, we will lose jobs in one area, but we will create jobs in other different skilled areas. And overall for the industry and value creation, Camilla, what we will certainly see, um, you know, in the old days, in the old automotive industry, there was a car, you know, a car manufacturer produced the car and it's just the hardware was core. What we will see now, um, as I said before, new areas will get more important. You will still manufacture a car, but it's important, as we will do at LEVC, you have to offer something around it. You have to offer software solutions. You have to offer applications, digital business. So the hardware will remain, but we will see in order to survive successfully long term, you have to add on digital software-based business to the hardware. This will be the change that we will all see.
1: To conclude, Jörg, let me ask you, as a German leader working internationally, what advice would you give to the other executive who wish to grow a truly multicultural business?
0: I mean, you you made the point quite right. I spent all my automotive career for more than 20 years uh, across the globe, uh, Japan, US, uh, Brazil, Asia, wherever, Europe, of course. And I was uh, quite uh, uh, privileged to always have multicultural teams around me. Just our European office is, uh, you know, we have people from eight different nations, German, French, Netherlands, Swedish, Polish. Yeah. So it's a great a combination of people. In ANSD we have mainly British uh, employees, but we have a lot of uh, contact to China, of course. And we have some European employees as well. I'm German. So, it's for me, it was always a big privilege and very inspiring to work with different cultures because, I mean, what I found out, uh, if I compare Brazil to Japan or to the US, there's a different challenge everywhere, but there are also very interesting new skills and new values that you learn by with each culture because you find out each culture has a different way of strengths and a different strength set. And this was always interesting for me to learn and grow my own skill set. As an advice, I mean, people say it's very different to, or difficult to lead multicultural business units. I, I don't agree with that. As I said, I find it very rewarding, very inspiring and interesting. And the most important thing, Camilla, is I saw business leaders failing running multicultural teams because they try to adjust themselves too much to the local community. I mean, we should be very clear. As a German, I can't be a Japanese. Yeah. As a British, you can't be Chinese. Yeah. I mean, this is how it is. So, I mean, if you try to be a copy of a Chinese, it will never work. The people will not accept you because they say don't see you as you are so my advice and what worked always perfectly successful for me is wherever you are stay authentic and stay who you really are thanks for listening to the hydric and struggles leadership podcast to make sure you don't miss more future shaping ideas and conversations please subscribe to our channel on the podcast app and if you're listening via linkedin twitter or youtube why not share this with your connections until next time